five, four, three, two, one. Hey there, Prosperity Practitioners. I am on today with legendary, legendary Len Wright. You know, and, and why is he legendary? I don't know, because he is, and that's what he's chosen to be. I think that that's what I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with. But Len, before we even get started, I'm going to read a little bit of your bio here that's over at zenlencoaching.com. Len is a husband of 27 years, a father, a Kane Corso owner, and a rebel, nonconformist extraordinaire. He likes to push back on the conventional and explore the mystical and unrealistic. He loves the magic of transformation. I'm going to skip down here a little bit on, on what you got here. But, like, look, Len, Len is he's no joke. He's been doing this for about 30 years. He's uh, got some certifications that include accelerated evolution, neuro-linguistic programming, master practitioner, Human design engineer, patterns of persuasion, psycho, not just neuro, psycholinguistic <laughs> practitioner, hypnosis, many various uh, certifications. And look, I mean, even beyond all this stuff, uh, Len and I connected uh, a bit ago. And um, Len, I'm not going to lie. I was hesitant. I was like, this guy. All right. And, and, and like, you know, there's just, it's just that realm, right? Like there's all these, there's all these, stuff. everybody's a self-help person out there. Yeah. Um, you're a little bit different. You're in a little bit of a different space and you're in a space that I actually uh, rather enjoy. Um, and, you know, let's say somebody turns it off within the next 30 seconds. I want to ask this question. Uh, and, and this is going to relate to, uh, as it relates to prosperity, right? Uh, and this comes from Alan Watts, uh, by the mm, way. So uh, how would you say we or you should trust the universe as it were another? <laughs> really, it's a misnomer question. Um, and, and hi, by the way, thank you for having me on. Legend, I, I, I right away I said my in my own mind, yeah, maybe not That's where it all starts. That's where it all starts. But really, I mean, we all are, right? Uh, okay, so that question um, to go back again, um, really trusting the universe. Uh, how many times a day do you not trust yourself breathing? How many times a day do you stop and go, oh, hold on, the next breath might not come? It's just innate. It's, it's naturally what we are. Uh, we are this nature. We are this quantum field. We're not separate from it. The question denotes that we're actually something separate that only every once in a while gets connected. If we trust it or not trust it, it's there or not there. No, it's never not happening. We, we're, we're these animated beings. This animation is what's uh, debated about it, you know take all the debate away and just go we are being animated somehow way shape and form the consciousness is running through us this energy is running through us and this this thing that you know we debate about is not like i'm not talking about this this religious god and I, i'm not we're not going to get into that at all it, it it's yeah it, it's <laughs> It's it's a quantum field. Mm -hmm. It's electrical. It's magnetic. It's the same as the solar system. It's all it's science, yo. And so when we realize that, we realize that's what's animating and making us alive. The ability for me to be able to have consciousness enough to put my words together to be able to create a message and drive it across is that quantum field in action through me. Sure. Trust it. It doesn't really matter if I trust it or don't trust it. Well, you know, it's happening anyhow. Right, right. So, so that's that's beautiful that you pointed out too. Right, uh, 
would you trust yourself to remember to breathe? Right. You know, right. And, 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 and like, look at all the things that you can give your attention to now. So let's, let's pretend for a second that you were in control of your own breathing. Uh, would you trust yourself to, to keep that up? Because look at all the other things that like you've, you've started. Yeah. And here, here's the thing too. What we would do initially as adults, we would limit it right away by thinking, well, what if sometime, someday, some moment, we don't have enough breaths? Right. What if we don't breathe some moment, some, and, and then all of a sudden we start building a barrier. That's how our left hemisphere of our brain works. It analyzes everything and comes up with questions. It's meant to do that just like a calculator is right. meant only to do numbers. But what if you're actually carrying a calculator around and trying to use it as, self, as a cell phone? Or as a, as a as a phone, well, right, it's, right, it, it, right. It's not. It's it, that's really not going to work. And then, uh, right. so, so uh, I think your answer is like you know, you, the trust is already there. It's it's you're throwing up barriers. I'm throwing up barriers, and it's like, oh, well, you know, I've got to do these certain things. Where whereas if you know, maybe we can get out of our own ways. Like mm-hmm. these things are already happening. It's the awareness of the the breath it's the awareness as 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 we're talking about uh prosperity it's the awareness of you've got to become aware of your own prosperity it's like it's already there you've got to let it happen in your life is that what i'm hearing you say well yeah and 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 let's go deeper into that because the prosperity side of things this is why actually people don't have money i mean we're talking about breath but money is the exact same thing all it is is just it's an electrical current energy it's thought energy right thought is electrical they can measure your thoughts two feet out of your head, at least now more, um, as an electrical current, and they can measure the current. Okay, so your thoughts are electrical. Between a, a thought, you have from one neuron to another neuron, you have an electrical current between the two that looks very similar uh, in explanation uh, to a filament in a light bulb. With the that's, that's the thought. It's electrical. Okay, so when we understand that currency, currency is very similar to that, all we have to do is align the thoughts up. If you did the same as most people do with money, with your breathing, you'd be calling an ambulance very shortly because you bring so much doubt into your breathing that you would create a breathing problem. Not even that, right? So I, I like that. I like that. But what about the whole idea of like if I – if I try and hold my breath, right? Like, right. and if I don't let, you know, let's, let's look at this as a current. Let's look at this as yeah. you are a conduit that is mm-hmm. currency, right? Like currency is flowing through you, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that look, that is exactly what a current is. If the, the more hey, loud, why the light, loud pass- lightning without rubber boat, like, right. Lightning without rubber boots. Well, it was right, right, right. So, so I, I think that you know, so something huge to me, like the the uh, this this grand epiphany, this you know, for me, uh, recently was like you know, and about being grounded, right? Like lightning can't pass through you unless you're grounded, right? Like you've got to you've got to you've got to finish that that um circuit, mm-hmm. uh, as it were. But let's let's say like so if current, if we take a look at currency, and if we take a look at how most people hold on to money like it were a breath yeah. and you're just trying to hold on to it. Like, I mean, sooner or later you're just going to explode. And I mean, that is l- look at it, right? Like look yeah. at uh, on, on a daily basis. Um, so how, how do you get somebody to look at money? 
uh, or currency. And I, and I hate to just say money too in prosperity. Yeah. I think that that's where everybody also gets kind of tied up. It's like this tangible, you know, dollars and cents, these pieces of paper, what else, uh, if, if they're struggling there, if like, you know, somebody listening today is like struggling with just seeing money as the only thing that's prosperous as prosperity in the life, what else do you recommend that they do so that um, they can recognize abundance outside of breathing? Well, you know, like I like to, I like to use an analogy always, right? The mystic comes out that way, but um, you know, a story and, and with breathing, we all do it. So it's very, you know, I will probably the whole podcast be pointing back to that because every single watcher, every single listener today can understand that they right now are breathing. So if you actually, and through NLP, we, you know, I've studied modeling, right? Engineer modeling. So you actually, you can take and do the same thing with your belief systems. Like as an example, okay. So a person that's struggling with money, they all have the same, um, and I used to be this too. They, and I seen it myself. They they all have the same characteristics. They all do the same things. Right. And, and when you start seeing this in yourself, you start seeing, Oh, hold on. It's just electricity. It's just the same as breathing. Number one is, they put a lot of pressure on it. They put it on a pedestal. Like it's extremely important. Like for, for people that don't have money, they view it as survival. Like this is paramount. I don't have it. Okay. So if you did that with your breath, what happens when you place importance on anything is you tell your belief, you, you tell your apparatus inside, you tell your mind, for lack of a better explanation to go into it deeper. You tell your system, I want to focus on this. This is important. This is very important. I'll focus on this. So then what you focus on grows. Mm. So, okay. I'm all of a sudden now worried or concerned about not having enough money. My focus goes there. And so now all this tension starts building in me. Mm. Okay. Um, if you did that with your breathing, as I said, if I sat here right now and, and Brandon, you know, I can create a breathing problem within you within five minutes. If we just actually just started sitting and you got into a, a, a theta state. Mm. Okay. And really relaxed. And then just started talking about how, have you ever had a problem breathing? Go into that time period that you had that problem. Right. Start breathing that way. Start thinking about what if the breathing goes wrong? What if making it all important Mm-hmm. taking up all of your focus, you're watering what's behind it, a doubt. You're watering the, it's not there. It's the lack part right. that will be created in your system. And you'll just start having problems breathing. Right. You'll have, start, start, you know, cough. Oh, geez. I wonder if that's, I wonder, and you'll create the issue. Well, it's the same happening with money. Right. The way that they view money is not a relationship in which works. Right. Um, I, I can't remember if you and I talked about this before, but with people that I'm dealing with, with uh, money issues, I just get them to go through as, okay, so your money is a different entity. Say it was a, a friend or a child of yours. Right. Okay. Uh, this is, you know, fathers, we're both fathers. So say it was a child of yours, how you treat this entity money if you've seen it as a child, what type of child are you growing? One that is spoiled? Mm. One that feels beat up, used? One that feels not appreciated? 
one that feels like they're just supposed to be there to do your bidding mm. without, I mean, you could go into it very deep and create and see the relationship that you have, the feelings you have towards it. When I did that myself um, years ago, it, it was really funny because I seen it and what popped up into my head is I seen myself as a pimp <laughs> and money is a whore because of the fact that all I ever, ever, ever thought was of using it for me. Sure. Sure. You're not here for me. You don't have enough for me. You didn't turn out enough for me, basically, right. is what I was saying, which is pretty ugly right. when I had that feeling towards it. And then you ask yourself the question, okay, so now from the perspective, energetic perspective of this entity money, right. would money want to be around? Right. Being treated like that? Sure. So once you then start going, okay, if this is a real thing, then it's, it, it's made of energy. So it's not like a real friend. It's just... It's going to still have the same effects, though. We explained earlier, we talked earlier about how our thoughts are, are uh, electric. But also at the same time, our endocrine system that pumps out and secretes different chemicals into our body that match the thought, they are magnetic. Mm. They polar repel. And cohesion, adhesion, repulsion, and attraction, the four laws of magnetics work itself out in you. If you study magnetism and you study electri uh, electronic or electrism or electricity, <laughs> if you study those two things without self-development and then you come into self-development, it's the same thing. Well, you know what's funny about that, that you just said that I've got a uh, electromagnetic kit downstairs for my kids, so I can't wait to get into that. I think I should. Yeah. So um, let's, let's, let's take a couple looks at a couple things you're saying here, though, right? Um, when, when you, when you, uh, you know, kind of assign these values to money, right? And I think that this is a, a, a challenge that a lot of people have, mm -hmm. myself included, is that uh, when you say, all right, money's evil, or if you go and you're like, uh, money's the root of all evil, uh, right. they say, oh, no, that's the love of money that's the root of all evil. I see attachments, money's all these things. But really, money is whatever you define it to be, just like energy. You assign energy, good or bad, you assign it these values and you send it on its way. Uh, and I think to me, and, and you and I have had this conversation, to me, the best way, my, my, my getting over the hump, my getting into a different place and, and with money was through the science of getting rich with Wallace mm -hmm. D. Waddles and where I understood that uh, through him, that the money is really uh, like we're talking about here, a currency. It's, you know, the, what am I able to give to somebody that is more valuable than it's, you know, a, a, you know, to that person than the cash that they're exchanging for a and B it's to just help me to fully express life. Right. And if I can, and if I can look at it that way and if I'm not trying and it says in there too, like, you know, not to live swinelessly. Right. I mean, this is going back to 19 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not live like I've, I've read it. It's to me one of the best uh, approaches, uh, and I'm not sure whether or not you agree, or if you have some other <laughs> that you think uh, really help to highlight. I like it. I like Wallace. I like Wallace's material. Um, Wallace also was a mystic from way beyond. It's just that they didn't talk about that kind of stuff. But all he's talking about is the same same type of stuff. Um, how you focus on whatever the subject is of your focus is how that subject will be to you. Mm -hmm. So if I'm creating a situation where here, if I, if my spouse, I mean, you read at the start 27 years, that was actually old. I got to update that this year will be 29. 
years. Um, now, if I treat my wife like I treat money, used to treat money before, I would have a situation where there was a disrespect mm. for her. There was a, a natural repellent because I became needy. Mm, yes. On a date, on a, going out on a date, you know, um, does the needy person really get what they want, which is connection? No. I had a friend of mine say, like, uh, to me once upon a time, uh, and I think that I was, you know, I was, I was trying to get involved in a relationship. She goes, uh, hey, Brandon, um, desperation is a stinky cologne. Right. Right. Well, don't you think it's, it's uh, that, that is a beautiful saying. Desperation is a stinky cologne because that desperation is exactly the same with money. Right. You don't think that money can actually feel what you feel towards it. Right. It's right. the same way as your, your family, your coworkers, your workers, everybody around can have an intuitive feeling. Look, I, I explain it this way because I get naysayers going, oh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And they just haven't studied it and researched it, but I'll just blow them away with this one thing. I, I, I need to find another analogy, but this is the way that it has right now. And it's powerful. Two women that share or more that share the same environment for very long will naturally match up their cycles. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was joking with my wife one time and a friend. I was saying, okay, so do you guys, that's the bathroom breaks? What, do you go in and like, you know, mark the schedule out? Like, you know, and all after a big laugh, ha ha, it was, well, no. And I'm like, well, then, okay, what is it communicating then? Right. Yeah. What's telling your two bodies mm. to sync up, synchronize mm. when you're not physically speaking about it and don't even know this, the dates and don't even know those things? Yeah. What's talking? Okay, so that same thing is talking in all of us to each other at all times. All times. You're emitting who you really are, what you believe, what you're thinking at the time, what you're feeling about everything, because the electric magnetic, bioelectric magnetic part of you is whether you guys no. or not, that's what makes sense. Right. First star is a desperate, stinky they talk, cologne. They talk about that. And like they that, don't know. All that commission breath, right? Um, yeah. You know, but we're talking about the same thing, Brandon. It's understood. all the same thing. Understood. Yeah. Understood. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you 100%, right? Let's, I mean, let's just, you know, just we're, we're going to kind of bounce around to different places yeah. as we have. I, I, I want to just touch one more thing to finish that thought off, though, is the need in say because i can feel that people out there go well what do i do then i've got the stink on right i'm staying what what way do i do you know you fall in love again mm. with that thing what would you do when you fall in love with somebody you only think the positive mm. you, you you know you, you put them on a pedestal but at the same time it's not a pedestal of lack or worry it's one of appreciation and gratefulness. Like you like, I, I'm so grateful that they are in my life. Right. That I get to spend time with them. That I, well, what, if you felt that way truly about your money, right. could it not run fast enough to jump in your arms? <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So I love it. I love it. Uh, and, and that also, so, you know, you and I have talked again about Abraham Hicks, fan of Abraham Hicks, mm -hmm. and this is where this is coming from. Um, but she talks about, um, you know, let's say you're stuck on money, right? 
And I think that her line is, you can't get there from there, right? Let's say that like, this is the all encompassing thing. This is all I'm focusing on. I'm focusing on this lack. I'm focusing on this lack. I'm focusing on this lack. Get away from there. Get into some place. You're not going to get there from there by sitting there. Go think of what is something else you can go do that's going to make you uh, feel better, feel good. Make you feeling good is the key. And you can tell me if I'm right or wrong. And, and I'll, I'll use one example on my own and, and, you know, feel, you know, ask you for one of your own is, um, you know, I was having a problem with one of my sales guys at one point and God, he was making me crazy. Right. He was just like, I was like, I was, I was, I was cursing him out in my head. I was like this <laughs> MF or I was like, Oh, <laughs> And then I had, I was like, I was like, I need, I need to stop for a second. I need, I, I need to recognize him. Um, and I'm a big fan of um, Florence Scoville Shin, right? Uh, and and you know, recognize that he's just another divine being. He's doing his best as possible. He's just divinity and doing whatever. I got on an exercise bike and I just, I just, I just rode for a half hour and I rode hard. I put myself into a different set of mind. I got some blood flowing and and you know, when I was done, I was, th- those were the thoughts that came through my head. I'm like, you know, dude, he's just trying to do his thing. This is how he works. He's not me. You know, he just operates differently. And you know, the op- you know, his operation uh is is uh you know, he's just another lesson for me in my life, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and so I had to change. I couldn't get there just by focusing on the situation right. where I was. I had to go do something else remove myself from the situation and put myself into something else and completely uh, change my frame of mind. Yeah. Two statements to go along with it. What focus, what you focus on grows, what we've already covered mm-hmm. and what you resist persists. Ah, yes. Those two things are what we're talking about. Really. We're talking about the only thing that you have uh, control of over in your life. And that is focused mm. where you place your attention on is the only thing you, you really have control over. You have control over nothing else because anything else can change. Nobody, even if you're being tortured, can make you focus on anything. If you are an adept and you trained consciously for many, many years, you could put yourself completely somewhere else while you're being tortured. Fair enough. Be there, right? So you, you control that. So what I wanted to say is what you're explaining is really the uh, ancient hermetic principle of polarity. And <laughs> the Kabbalion goes into, you know, you've, I think you've read that. You, it goes into uh poles polarity utilizing them for your change in that okay i'm stuck in these stinky blades i can see my need i can feel it i just ah, i can't get out of it i'm stuck right. okay so that's the one side of the pole that you're on right think to yourself what would be the opposite to this what would be the exact opposite polarity the pole right. that's opposing this what would be the opposite well, uh, unstuck. Well, yes. Okay. But like, what would be unstuck? What's something that's unstuck? Well, when you're grateful, you are not stuck. Right. You're, it's a flow state. You're trying to move from fear side, whatever level you're on over to love, which is a higher, you know, dark light. It's always the two, right? right. So you're trying to move over that. So if you were instead to be able to go, okay, so what is it in my life that I am feeling abundant with that I am grateful with that I don't have any lack right with. Well, maybe there's, you know, uh, maybe it's my book collection. Maybe it's my pet. Maybe it's whatever it is. Then that is where your focus will be drawn. You will then consciously using your willpower, using your will, take your focus, your energy of what you're paying here, and take it and put your potential on this other thing and place your focus here. So it's not this 
you know, Pollyanna where it's like, well, I don't feel good. I don't too bad. Change it. Do something about it. This is alchemy. This is you being your God. Len, Len, and, and so this is great, right? You and I are, are, are there. You're probably, uh, you know, miles ahead of me, but you know, the, the thing is, well, definitely no doubt about it, but the, the, um, the idea is the awareness aspect, right? You, f- you need to become aware that you are there on mm-hmm. that pole because uh, – and, and this is even recent for me over the past couple of years, being, being able to catch yourself going from the uh, lizard mind to that, uh, that frontal cortex, right, by, by saying, all right, uh, I, I realize and recognize that you know, – we'll say that I'm – and this is, this is – uh, you know, <laughs> telling my this is the meaning right like uh something hit me on my like uh, my ankle the other day all right mm-hmm. and i said to myself uh i'm in pain ouch right but the other option i can say well that's just another feeling that's a new sensation right but and so in the moment being able to capture the signal that you send to your mind having mm-hmm. that awareness getting there how do you get there practice yeah so right, just really like, like this is you're, you're right that it is i mean all what we're talking about and the actual experience of the lack feeling of money that's all a gift mm. it's all a gift to do what you were just saying to wake you up mm. to you you're not awake to you that's why you're having the issue that's why you're having the challenge that's why you're asleep to you so you don't know how you're messing yourself up. Who are you? Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? So, I mean, uh, when, when it gets down to it, you, you know, you say, you know, you're waking up to yourself and, uh, you know, I think, isn't that what a, listen, a lot, I hear a lot of people saying, well, don't call me a guru. What is, what is a guru? Isn't it somebody that helps you to become awake? I mean, am I right or wrong? And, that, and that's the exact. If they're doing it properly, you see, here's the thing. You know, I've been doing this for 30 years. I can't make anybody awake. I wish I could. It would be a hell of a lot easier if I could just go tap, 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 tap. But, but you see, that's not how it works. What I can do is lead them to the water within them. Sure. Lead them to look at your, look at your experiences. Look at what's going on. Cause, effect, cause, effect, cause, effect. If I'm seeing the effect, mm. how am I the cause? Mm. Right. How am I the cause to this rather than this is it, this is it, this is it, this is it. Everything boils down to the thought that you originally had that created the experience. So once you start examining yourself, asking these questions, once you start going inside, you start seeing, hold on, there's nothing really outside of me messing me up. It's me being unaware that I was messing me up to begin with. It's what I call the inner conspirator. Your dark and your light together, the whole great work of this self-illumination work is in the union, the, the actual marriage of this dark and light within you. So for many, many, maybe years, maybe moments, depending on the person, they spend time in rejecting and resisting their darkness, acting like it's not there. You say reject it. Did you say darkness? I'm sorry. Yes. Yes. Rejecting or resisting their own, what I'm calling shadow or darkness. Right. The things they say they don't like about themselves or don't want to see about themselves. And then you come to a point after it all of this is ludicrous because the more I resist and don't want it, the more it shows up in my life. What you resist persists. For, for so sure. I got to start embracing instead and like getting to like this other 
side of me. Well, well, well that, I love that point too. A uh, couple, couple pieces in here too. So, I mean, really it's, it's, it's a, a part of it is becoming, you know, aware, right. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the, uh, we'll call it for lack of better terminology, part of the awakening practice, right. Yeah. Part of, yeah. part of like saying, Hey, Oh my gosh, uh, I am 100% the creator of my own life. Everything that I see here around me is a choice that I've made for good or bad and, and owning that, you know, and once you get to that point, then you start to say, okay, um, you know, now that I recognize this, now that I can point back to a couple of the thoughts that I had that created where I am today, you know, how can we move forward knowing this? Right. And then, um, and then with the shadow work, right. I recently, a couple of years ago now, I think, uh, went through this practice, right. Having somebody doing some shadow work with me. Right. And, and coming to the understanding, like you're saying, this, that's a 50% loss, right? If, if, if I'm rejecting, you know, a whole, I'm going to call it the whole half of me, right? Like we're yin and yang in this, right? There, there's the mm-hmm. dark and there's the light. There's like yep. 50% of myself that I'm re, I'm resistant against. So I'm expending energy against something that I could be harnessing. Right. What, what is, what is it on the shadow side that needs me to just say, Hey, uh, why don't you all come on in? Because, Hey, listen, we know the party is more fun with a bunch of people. I don't want to be here by myself. Right. Um, so, so, the union. right. So, you know, let's talk a little bit about that too. Like, you know, you're talking about bringing the shadow self. I mean, am, am I, am I seeing all that right? Is that the correct perception? Am I missing something in there? No, no. It, it, you see, it's not about getting rid of the dark. Because the only way you see the light, What's the light shines in the dark. Well, it's it's a- just trying, and it's you see, this is the misconception. You're right. You're right. It's not going anywhere. The misconception is it's not going anywhere because of the fact that it, it's not doing harm to you. Right. It's actually there to help grow the light. Mm. You can't look at. Here's the misconception. I don't want to see my dark. I only want to be the light. That's darkness. Because you can't see the light without going through your darknesses and changing them. Mm. You can't. You're, you're, it, and this is where I get, you know, there, it's, it's a level of growth that people go through. I call it the new age woo-woo because they get all this, you know, and, and, you know, a lot of the Abraham Hicks material. I mean, that's where people sort of stop instead of going, okay, that's, that's great. But what's deeper than that? What are the principles that actually create those things that are being said? Because they're just being said like, you know, um, just feel good. Well, okay, if I just feel good, I may get some results. But the thing is, is there's no shadow work in that. Mm. Mm-hmm. You see, this is where it's missing. Mm. That's where it's, I call it woo-woo because of the fact it only gives you a, a couple pieces of the puzzle and the rest of the puzzle stays blank for you. So you walk around going, I'm just supposed to feel good. But inside of me, I feel angry at being abused when I was younger, I feel this way or I feel this way or I feel the world, you know, it's, it's fucked. And I just, you know, well, just being nice, just feeling good. That's ridiculous. That's absolutely doing more harm to the world than it is good because you're ignoring the gift within you to make you rise, which is the stairway, which is the dark. Mm. The dark is your stairway to rise to the light. Without the, you seeing your dark, you just, you, you bungle around, as Tony Robbins said, years and years and years and years and years and years ago, there's no weeds, there's no weeds, there's no weeds, there's no weeds. Just not get rid of the weeds. So 
and you're going to have weeds in your garden, you've got to go, okay, this is my garden. I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to flourish. This is a weed. I need to take care of it to gently pluck it out. Right. Like if I act like it's not there and ignore it, it right. just grows right. anyhow. What if, are there deer in my garden? Cause there are deer in my garden. <laughs> so th- those, those, and, those, and aren't they beautiful? So, okay. You know, awesome. there's, you know, there's beauty right. in the deer. Right. One perspective is I'm going to go shoot the deer. Oh, mm-hmm. heaven help you. Mm-hmm. Because it's life's an echo. So when you go and try to get rid of the thing that's causing your plan to go awry, it just comes and bites you in the rear again. Interesting. It has to, because you're not supposed to do that. Right. You instead look at the deer. Oh, you're eating something. Okay. Naughty deer. Laugh out loud. Ha, ha, ha. Humor. Love for the deer, because the deer's not doing something wrong. The deer's doing what it is doing for it is right, which is survival. You're just in the place that goes against my little rules I've set up, my expectations for what I want and what I don't want. So, okay, what I might do instead is maybe put chicken wire around it. Maybe right. give the deer somewhere else to go right. to be able to do that. Right. Maybe plant some stuff that's like just for the deer. Sure. That's what I would do. I would plant something way over there that's just for the deer and put chicken wire, something fencing around my garden right. so that I'm still – and do you notice – why I'm doing that is look at the energy that I'm putting out through it. This is something instead of in, right. instead of resisting the deer, right. and instead of hating the deer for for coming in and ruining my plans. It's thy will be done, not your will. So all of a sudden, I look at the deer as not something that is coming into ruin, but something that it's up to me to create and divert and love as well. How how can you incorporate that into the beauty of your life? Uh, in every way. Well, look at this way. There's a scripture in the Bible that says we're, the, we're made in the image of this creator force. Okay? Act like it. Just freaking act like it. If you really thought you were God, how would you do with people in your day? Like, seriously, drop all the shit. Drop all the, the courses and the self-improvement and all this sh- shit that's out there. Like you said before, everybody knows everything. Right. Just be the God mm. that you are. If you want more peace in the world, more love, be it. Be it. So when you want to, uh, to somebody, that doctor shows up. And like you were saying about that employee that you have, that salesman, and you want right. to go, ah, uh, notice, right. hold on, hold on. Let's pull this back. This darkness that's in me, this uh, that's in there, to be able to lash out with this other person, that's my issue. That has that's nothing me. to do with the salesman. This salesman's actually a gift to me. Absolutely. Bringing this up so that now I can look at it. Why am I getting upset and entangled in his mess? But it's in not, his behavior. It has nothing and, to do and, with and Hold on, hold on. I'm, so that's one, that's one point I really want to hear. One point. But the other point is, is how am I harming myself by doing that? Mm, right. Like my chemicals in my body, when you did that and you were like that, you know, that MF or <laughs> I love that. How you said that. Right. All of a sudden, what do you think is being excreted in your body? Right. 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 Well, no, it's all these chemicals that are going to beat you up inside acids. Yeah. I mean, look, that's it. That's um, so, you know, I don't think it was until after I hopped onto the bike that I realized and recognized, uh, you know, that this is exercise. I'm creating endorphins. I'm blasting away all the neurotoxins. I'm making myself feel good. I'm recognizing the fact, again, 
I'm recognizing he's just another divine human being. He's doing his thing that whatever I'm thinking are my own thoughts. And I have the ability to see this in a totally different way. And that's what I went about to do. The same thing happens uh, in the same breath. He said Uh, the same thing happens though, right? Like this is, this is, this is our opportunity. Like um, if we want to see, and you know, this this, almost in a question, uh, state is if we want to see a better world if we want to live in a better world we need to see a better world before it can be improved right or wrong gandhi be the change you want to see in the world he didn't say act like it he didn't say uh think about it to be that change because that's your uh, jesus in the bible be the example of love right right because it all has to start with you like it's like in an airplane okay um you have kids when you fly with your kids, what do they tell you to do for the safety thing? If we run into a problem and the oxygen masks come down, do you give it to your kids first or you first? Well, you got to give it to yourself first. Right. Why? Because you got to be around to give it to the other. Absolutely. That's why Socrates said, know thyself. He didn't say, know the other person. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the other person. The other person is a, if we're talking um, engineering or science, we're talking they're a stimulus to create the response within you. Mm. Then the activity, the goal is for you to respond to that stimulus in ways that promote your healing and journey upwards. So if the other person, the salesman doing whatever, doing whatever, I have so much learning within that course that he's just given me. Mm. Yes, I'm tweaked. Why am I tweaked? Why does him not doing that tweak me? What in it is it within me that's getting angry because he's not doing his job? Am I doing my job? Maybe there's something mirroring from that that I'm feeling guilty about or that I'm not doing. Or There's literally a thousand lessons in that one little experience that you can draw out and learn about yourself that when you learn these little tidbits and you actually see them shine light upon them inside yourself and go, I didn't even realize I was doing that. I didn't realize I was feeling that way. You have what's called an epiphany. For sure. Okay. Do you know what the root of epiphany is? Epiphysis? Yes. Go ahead. I I had it pulled up some, at some point it's been a while. Let's give it to him. And and epiphysis is a medical terminology for your pineal gland mm. and look it up right in epiphysis and it's, it's there's a second word to an epiphysis long something or other but right the epiphysis is the important part that is your pineal gland when you have an aha moment it's called an epiphany why because that in that moment you are made in the image of god the creator because you're creating your world directly with the connection you're receiving light understanding in that moment that's changed you. Yeah. Right. So that's our goal. And that's what that salesman, that's what that, you know, person on the corner that ran the stop sign. That's what the, you know, the person, the PTA in the school that just can't shut up and uh, about their own beliefs that are like, blah, blah. (laughs) That's what they're all about. For sure. That's what they're all for is they're not there to be able to continually uh, irritate you they're continually meant to be the pebbles the irritation if you will that makes you the pearl and the world or the experience is the oyster shell that you're in for sure 
No. You only receive being a pearl from being polished. How do you get polished otherwise? Absolutely. absolutely. Do you notice the polishing is not done with a cloth? Soft, gentle. The polishing is done with other rough material. Mm. I love that. I love that. I love that image. Um, and again, like I'll throw it out there. You know, every 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 man, every person has a lesson, right? Mm-hmm. Like every person that you come across, there's there's something in them. There's something in your repeated uh, banging your head against something. You know, why does this keep happening in my life? <laughs> you know, once you once you like once you kind of address it, right? Once you kind of address it, you know, it kind of diminishes, right? I, I like it has to. Once you said, like you said earlier, uh, you know, these things that you resist that do persist, once you accept it, it kind of goes away. Like, you know what, that that's all been on me. And again, I have the, you have the ability to say, that's all been on me. Uh, what next? I got it. I got what, what's in this for me? <laughs> what, like that, that question changes lives. Like, like instead of, I don't want this, it's what am I not seeing yet about this situation? Where's the value for this in? It's showing up, so it's for me. Okay, so maybe I'm not seeing how it's for me, but that's what I'm going to search for. How's it for me? Those are pivotal. How's it beating me up or how's it winning for me are two different perceptions. What you look for, you will find because it sets up your whole system. I call it the yellow car syndrome because it's easier than the actual name, right? Transderivational uh, search. Well, that's but also, uh, what is it, the, the reticulating, arculated, whatever. Yeah, system. they got so many names for it, right? It's a yellow <laughs> car syndrome to me because it's, easy. It's, it's, you know, once you, once you focus on something, right. then you will start seeing it more in your world. What you focus on grows. Dude, you are a walking Google, quite literally. Like what, Google. <laughs> what, what, what you type into your own search engine. I mean, you ever gone to Google and typed up like a, you know, yellow car and a bunch of blue cars pop up? Well, and, and here's the thing. I can go on and I can go to Google and I can look up dark web and I can be completely mired and turn my whole life into something dark. I have that ability. That's yeah. my will. I can do that. Right. But then – I have to, by principle, by law, by nature law, not by something man has made up. It's called karma. It's called cause and effect. Okay. I have to receive the echo of that. So then all of a sudden, everything in my life starts becoming that. Right. I, I, had, uh, I have a client who uh, we were snickering over this exact fact. Uh, I won't go into a lot of details, but he, he, uh, he's a salesperson. And he called on somebody. And after talking to this person for a while, this person was really like just off and he got a real feeling from them. Mm-hmm. And after he heard that they were actually a serial killer that has not had chain charges been placed. They can't grab him, but it's been three deaths and everybody in the town knows it's them. Wow. So he's like really weird feeling. So he started looking stuff up. Right. He started researching a little bit more, getting curious about it. Right. And then going, I'm going to completely remove myself from that. Right. So he went way over to the other end of the town, way, and it was a big town, way over, completely different area, completely different. And the first sale he made was one of the victim's families. Oh, my goodness. How does that line up? Like, seriously, we're talking like, you know, one in how many millions of, of possibilities. Right. But you see, that doesn't matter. Right. Because he was creating his reality without realizing unconsciously he was focused on something. Then because he's focused on that, he's giving the message, if you will, to life, the order 
I want more of this in my life because this is what I'm focusing on. The only thing I have control of is my paying attention. And this is what I'm paying attention to. Life goes, oh, wow, that must be really important for more of it. And they will, it will direct you. This quantum field will direct you into situations where you receive more of it, even if you don't really want it because the don't wanting is still paying attention. I mean, uh, a couple things here. That's, that's the paying attention to what is will continue to give you more of what is yes or no. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yes, and that and that goes both ways because if I see the peace in my world and I see the love around me and that's what I see as is and I focus on that, then more to me. But at the same time, if I focus and I see whatever's wrong in it, mm-hmm. whatever I is lacking, whatever I don't have in it, whatever is missing, whatever I'm not getting, blah, blah, on and on and on, then so be it, more of that. You see, there's not this great judgment keeper in the sky with this big beard, and it's not that way. There's not this judgment. No. It is only cause and effect. It is an energetic response stimulus system, feedback. That's all it is, an echo. That's all it is. And so when we realize that, we go, okay, hold on. I'm in charge of the echo then. Now, <laughs> when I say that to some people, they go, yeah, but I live in this area. I've been you know, raped of this and this abused. And yeah, some of the cards that we're dealt with um, are absolutely. In my thirty years, I've dealt with some pretty nasty stuff with people that have that people have had experiences. Right. But it is still for them and growing. It's just a massive experience to grow through. And you know, I mean, to be able to forgive the person that took someone away from you, the to be able to forgive someone isn't again it's never for the other person it's never for that other being we're always making decisions and choices first and foremost the 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 one greatest rule in mysticism is do no harm Mm. so you see when i'm thinking lack about myself or anybody else when i'm thinking anything that is on that fear side i'm doing harm right so that's why Socrates know thyself is because if I start with myself and know myself, I'm going to stop hurting myself. I'm going to, as you said before, I'm going to become aware. I'm going to wake up to the ways that I'm hurting myself, expectations, compromise, things I'm trying to be that I'm not really, that I don't want to be in my life, that I'm just doing it for this, for this, I'm people pleasing. Right. I'm looking for my validation and acceptance out here, right. yet I haven't done it for myself. I'm looking for my value out here, but I don't value well, it. All of this stuff is meant, these experiences, meant to wake that stuff within us up so that we actually work on it. Well, let, let's translate this transition a little bit uh, back into like prosperity. Let's say in the workplace, mm. right? Let's say like, listen, <laughs> maybe you've got a job that you don't love and you keep mm-hmm. focusing on this part that you don't love. I mean, what do you, you know, what do you tell somebody that has a job they don't love? And, and Oh trying, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. I say, uh, <laughs> I'm going to let me explain after because <laughs> I'll say something that I'll say, fall in love with it again. Mm. And then they go, yeah, sure, sure. Okay. So this is how you do it. Um, when you are repelling something because of the fact that you don't want it, it has to be glued to you more. Because it's like, I don't want the lesson. I don't want the lesson. And the life goes, no, you're going to get the lesson. Mm, yeah. You're going to get it. And it just sticks it. It glues it to you. It adheres it to it. Cohesive, remember? Mm. Adhesive, cohesive, right? So what you want to do is look at that, which you're trying to repel, which you don't want, and go, okay, how is it with this job? What's things about the job that I can like? 
Mm-hmm. What are something about, uh, maybe I'm in my cubicle and I've got my own little space and maybe I can put some stuff up in it to make myself feel a little better. And I can just notch up that little bit where I'm not like in it. So I've been there. Um, my sales uh, career in my early 20s, uh, my mid-20s was horrible uh, because I always hated being in the job. I hated being out doing cold calls. I hated doing what I was doing because I was selling stuff that I didn't really love. Right. So I just hate it all the time. And thus, how can I be successful? I bet you my face was this. I bet you coming off to it, people would be like, oh, get out of my place. Like it just, you stink. Right. Right. <laughs> Without knowing it, they just felt that. Right. So instead I started actually moving to products that I really loved anyhow. Right. That I just, I just enjoyed being around. Then all of a sudden I didn't hate doing the thing. Then because I didn't hate it, I was enjoying it more. People wanted to be around it more. That's what a call is. That's what a sales call is. People who are we're both being around because we both enjoy this thing. I'm going to tell you what it is and maybe you'll buy it from me. Sure. That's, it's just it. So, so in this job that they don't like, right. look for ways in which you can enjoy it more. Create little routines. Create something in it. Look for little tiny things that you can enjoy and then put your focus on that to grow it. And at the same time, See your value through it. See, maybe maybe this isn't something that I'm really geared towards and it's not where I see myself being. But right now, in this moment, this is what is. So I'm going to learn to embrace it and love it as much as I possibly can. I'm going to, as I get my clients to be, I'm going to be Jesus or Buddha or whoever you see as that, that example. Right. I'm going to be that in the job. No matter what anybody else is being to me, no matter what I see, no matter, I'm going to be that, Jesus, in every example that I can, every experience that comes to me, I'm going to endeavor to work through and be it. And my work becomes now my gym, Mm. my conscious gym, Mm -hmm. where I go and I don't even work there. I work here first, and then I project myself into the workplace. And that's all I'm going to focus on. Me hating it is the perfect gym environment because there's more resistance. Yeah. I get to lift more. I'm going to become stronger. So, okay. So they take it from that point of view for like, say, a couple of weeks, a month. Right. All of a sudden, now they're going in and they're not like, you know, putting their coffee down hard and they're uh, grumbling, grumbling to their – now they're not doing that as much. Now, instead of grumbling, they're saying, the weather's not too bad out there. Well, we have to be here anyhow, right? Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> it's, it's made a little bit easier, made a little bit easier. And because of that, who knows, maybe an opportunity, maybe their boss sees them and goes, maybe you belong in a different position. I didn't know that you were this kind of person. Right. See, all you don't have to know the outcome before it happens. Hmm. You don't have to do that. You just have to be the example. Right. Raise your standard energetically within you, become different. And the outside experience will match that, the echo, right? And so then all of a sudden, and this has happened so many times with clients, I get them to do that for a bit. And then all of a sudden they're offered something else and they go, you'll never guess what happened. I go, I know I have a pretty good idea, (laughs) right? And I'll I'll tell them, you got another opportunity. How did you know? I'm like, it's law, it's principle. It's just the echo that you were putting out. Right. Here, I want to say one more thing about that ordering process that people do. It's like ordering at a restaurant. So you and I go to a restaurant. I order a grilled cheese came to mind. I don't know why. Uh, I order a grilled cheese sandwich. Okay. So they go, they go off why, why I order that. They go, uh, and halfway to putting the order in, I stop and I go, hold on, hold on. Oh, I want a Caesar salad instead. 
okay, sir. And they change the order and they turn around and start walking back. And they just won't get there. And I stop them and go, oh, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. Uh, instead, I'd like some lasagna. Right. And that goes on and on and on and on. Do they ever get to put the order in? Do I ever really get it? Right. This is what people are doing with money. This is what people are doing with most of their experiences. They're using their imagination to create all the time. Create, 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 create. And every time you create, you ask for another thing with that. So it can't be fulfilled yet. You're constantly changing the order. So this is why stop thinking about your future in that way. It's nice to create a little bit. That's great. Use your imagination. But don't live in a daydream. Don't live in that. Live in the space where you're at and affecting it here and now. So you're being that example. And then I guarantee the outside will come up with something that's even better than you would have come up with yourself. I love that too. Um, you know, uh, kind of be more of a generalist with uh, what you're looking for, but in, in the here and now and in the today and uh, you know, the one story that comes to mind for me is that uh, you know, the cathedral builders, right? The three uh, cathedral builders. Um, how would you translate the three masons, right? Like the, how would you translate that into today? Uh, you know, if you don't mind kind of sharing that story, uh, like, you know, you've got the, just, I'm just asking you to kind of share that story and, and give your interpretation of that. Which one? Which, oh, oh like the Cavalier, you mean? Uh, so, no, it's uh, like, you know, you got the three guys that are, you know, they're working on a cathedral, right? And somebody comes up and, they, and they're like, you know, hey, what are you doing here? Uh, to the first guy, and the first guy's like, I'm laying this stone, right? And the second guy's like, I'm building a wall. And then the third guy's like, I'm building this majestic cathedral, right? And these three people are all doing the same thing, but they have a different perception about what it is that they're putting out into the world, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I came across this with me, right, uh, and, and work, right? Like one day I'm like, oh, I come in here. All I ever do is click clack on the keyboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And so that's all I was ever doing. And I was like, wait a second. Uh, what I do is much more than that. And it's beyond that. Like it's the impact of what I'm doing. What am I creating? What am I sending out into the world? What is happening behind the keystrokes? Right. And, and mm-hmm. once you get beyond that, once you say, all right, what I'm doing touches so many lives. It's ridiculous. I tell people like, you know, working at Cisco or, you know, working for a computer company or working for like anywhere in, in conjunction with like, you know, these massive uh, service providers, like, Somebody asked me yesterday, he's like, what do you do? I was like, you know, this, I was like, you know, the internet He's like, yeah, I was like, I make that happen. <laughs> you know, everything that you're doing today, pro- I probably touched it. You know, yeah. uh, our conversation happening on, uh, over 17 hops or so of, of, of you know, milliseconds as you, as you ping trace, trace route through the internet. I probably have a hand in that. And that's not a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's great, yeah. man. It's entertaining because it, yeah. it ain't, it's not keystrokes. It's fun. And this right. is so, so, and, and, and riddle me this Batman. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, you know, super in touch with the Bible, but you know, when we take the idea of, you know, breathing life and, you know, so what is it, you know, God breathes life into something like, is that, am I able to translate that? Right. I took something that was kind of inanimate and breathed life into it. I'm like, there's so much more into this. Is that, is that, is that, yeah. Beautiful. It's beautiful, you know. And and I, I want to mention, you know, I I am in the Bible, but I'm not in the Bible in a religious way whatsoever. Um, Bible is not a religious book. Um, it's not. None of those so-called religious books actually have anything to do with religion. Um, but we, we can make them into it, 
yeah, if we define religion, it's just a, you know, uh, it's a, it's a set of beliefs that, you know, or shared set of beliefs that people kind of all get behind. Yes or no? I mean, well, I, and, and, and most of the time it, it's a set of beliefs that actually uh, put your salvation outside of you mm, yes. in some way, shape and form. That's religion. Um, whereas um, that's where mysticism as an example, or uh, the, the dreaded word, the occult, um, if you look it up in the dictionary, it means hidden knowledge, by the way. Right. But um, that's what it hides, the knowledge that uh, the Savior is not outside of you. Mm. That's why your epiphanies come within you. Right. right? And, and there, that is the main road that you can't, like, how can you be the proper cause in your life if you believe the cause is somewhere else? Right. And that's what religion has really done is it's, look, he went that way and everybody's running that way. And yet, nope, it's the other way. And it's, it's whether this quantum field acts within you or without you. And you are a part of it. We're all one. It has to. It's the all. Well, it's, it's all encompassing. So you get rid of the old guy sitting up judging and you get rid of the judgment. There is no judgment. There is justice. That's mm -hmm. different. Justice, true justice, is cause and effect. Okay. Right? It's just natural cause and effect. Now, lately, it doesn't necessarily always mean morality right. Mm. But it is in nature. Okay. You know? I, I mean, you know, the cat gets a mouse. Okay? Take that situation. Is that a good or bad situation? Well, are you For the cat. explaining from the mouse or the cat? <laughs> right. But if you were if you were human, you'd put morality into that. Mm. Well, that's you'd have people protesting about the mouse. Then you'd have people protesting. Well, the cat can have his right too, and then you'd have conflict. Whereas in nature, there's no conflict. Right. That way, it just the act happens without blame or morality. It's a natural cause and effect. Once we get to that level of growth. Once you're the cause, your love, there's no nothing within you that would ever feel like doing any damage. Right. It's natural peace. But it can't come from wanting peace. It can't come from getting others to be peaceable. It, can't, it has to be you experiencing peace within yourself first. Right. True peace. And, and recognizing it within so yeah. that it can be without. You can't know something. I mean, you know, a, a person has been blind their whole life cannot explain what blue looks like and you can't explain what blue looks like to them because they ha can't have that experience. So someone that has not got any peace within themselves, they can't sit still for hours at end just with themselves and not speak and just be happy. They, they, they can't do that. I mean, look at one of the greatest punishments in our prison systems in, in both North in North America alone, in both our countries is solitary confinement. Right. So get that the one of the biggest punishments is being able to spend time with themselves. But this is why our world is in the shape it's in. That shouldn't be a punishment. That should be a reward. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it be, be, is it is it because um, you know we we've been taught that we we need to share our condition uh, verbally. We need to. No, it's because of the fact that there's no peace within those people whatsoever. Mm, okay. They have no peace. They have no peace. Where did they go? inside is only torture mm. so by by actually using themselves on themselves they, it becomes the biggest punishment 
because right. they're the biggest punisher of themselves. You take a serial killer, you take a murderer, a rapist, an abuser of some type or shape, they already have abused themselves within. Right. There's no real love for themselves at all. And so now you put that person into a room just by themselves. Right. Do you think there's any love in the room? No. No, unless, I, mean, gonna, I want to translate that too again, uh, like, you know, prosperity, right? And, and lack yeah. of prosperity. Like, like, let's just say, hey, you don't have any there. Like, you're beating yourself up because you don't see it. Or you're beating yourself up because it's not there. And, and you have the absolute ability to turn around and say, just like you said at the very beginning, I have everything that I need right here, right now to experience full-on prosperity. And there's really nowhere to go except for there. And if you stay there, if you get out there, <laughs> well, I mean, that's the, all. The flow is already happening. Money, yeah. money doesn't judge you. I like you. I don't like you. You should have me. You shouldn't have me. It doesn't do that. Just like we were talking, there's no judge in the sky right. doing that. Right. It's not about that, but it's only feedbacking you. It's only finishing the feedback loop that you started. That's it. If right. you want a different result, start a different feedback loop. Right. And then all of a sudden the results will be different. That's all. Not so, perfect. okay, I'm getting this right now with my, it's like a desert with money. Okay, so how am I creating this desert inside with money? How, and if I go inside and be honest, I definitely don't feel close to money in this scenario. If it's a desert, I don't feel close to money. I, what are my beliefs about money? What, oh, geez, I didn't know I believed that. I didn't know, holy cow. Well, no wonder I don't have money. I believe I'm not worth it. Right. Well, Okay, so if I don't believe I have enough value to have money, it's not going to flow to me. Right. Right? Like, it's, it's not, money isn't this intrinsic thing. Like, it, people put it on such pedestals with life and everything else. There's a scripture in the Bible and in all holy books. It's mimicked in all holy books. It says it's, it's just the words a little bit different, but it's the same thing. Seek the kingdom first and all else will be added to you. The kingdom they're speaking about is know thyself, as Socrates said. Hmm. this is the kingdom i'm rubbing what my what that's temple that's right it's the kingdom is inside us okay so if that kingdom is inside us how does your kingdom look is it like solomon's where it's the richest uh, all of king solomon it was a love letter it was a love poem of this temple of this lover that he found which was himself inside which is him, this kingdom inside that he built, his sanctuary was made of gold and fine jewels that not, you would never seen this much. All he was explaining to you, all this character was, was this soul of man, Solomon, right. was telling you, build your inner sanctuary. In fact, it said, the temple not built with human hands. Right. What's this? So you see... And I'm going to, I want to say one more thing about that because it's to do with money. People use and warp their interpretations of the Bible because they take things so literally. None of it's meant to be literal. Not one person, not one thing or event is meant to be literal. And so when you look at it, um, you know, when he threw, when Jesus threw the money changers out of the tabernacle, out of, out of the, the temple there, you know, people say, oh, well, that's to do with money and throwing up. No, the money changers were thoughts about money. The mm. thoughts, the importance, the, the, the worry on the bills, right. the putting all this junk in your mind over and over again. What did Jesus say? He threw them out and said, take no thought. Right. 
So stop thinking so much about it. Stop putting it on such a pedestal. Stop making it into this, oh, I drool over you. I want to date you. That's a stalker. <laughs> right? Stop stalking your money and start creating a home within that attracts it. Uh, so when one of the things that you said there too is, uh, and, and this is uh, kind of a newer Look, man, uh, I'm in a different space every day, all day, every day. Um, but uh, one part of that is, you know, give it no thought. Can we translate that into let's toss it to the subconscious? You know, the thing that pumps your blood, creates your cells, breathes your breath, eyes your eyes, grows your hair, all the things that it knows yeah. how to do that you have no clue how to do. And it does it very well and says, I'm going to give, um, and, 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 you know, yeah. you talk a lot about, uh, the right hemisphere of the brain being the 90%. My thought, and, and, you know, listen, yeah. my thought is, all right, maybe that's the pathway. I'm going to be a creative use here, use the creativity of this part, but like, let, I'm going to, I'm going to say that 90% of my brain is the subconscious that I have left fallow for all these years. And now I'm like, I'm like, well, listen, I'm going to give it no thought. I'm going to toss it to the subconscious. Again, the thing that grows the growing, does the nails for me, has all this other stuff happening that I have no clue how to do, that does it every day miraculously without me saying, hey, by the way, I sent you this letter. I'm not sure if you got it. going to need you to breathe yeah, yeah, yeah. today. Could you go ahead and breathe for me? Um, so if well, we, and, go ahead. And the left, left-hand side is the, is the analyzation that would be like, can you breathe for me? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna need you to right, that. right. So, so when you say you know, it, it, you're you're just you know subconscious. We're just throwing banding about different terminology with different meanings and stuff. But what we're talking about is that right hemisphere that actually okay. doesn't ask, "Is it enough?" Mm-hmm. It instead goes, "Look at all you have." Right. Yeah. There's a difference. There's a difference. The left hemisphere, and I'm not saying you don't need the left. I'm saying it's a union. Right. Dark and light. All of what we're talking about is the union. That's why the yin and yang symbol is the dark and light and the fitting in like that is it's telling you the whole is made of dark light. The whole is made of what you want. We don't want the whole is made of the whole experience. Not that you go through and go, oh, I don't like this. I do like this. I don't No, What you don't like is there as much or even more valuable to you because it's showing you how to lift yourself above that, that, um, expectation that that compromise of us saying i don't like it we we steal from ourselves that way right so you're right the money thing is really i mean here's what i did with the client a little while ago about money okay um he was looking for some bigger deals to come through he was looking for some some things and, and they were stagnating and he was focused on it and you know messaging the person and i said okay stop messaging stop put it all down go play with your kids Go take the afternoon and go play with your kids. And he's like, what, what, you know, what? Like, I, I've got to do this. I've got to get this in. I'm like, yeah, I know. That's why I'm telling you to do with this. Right. Go play. Go play. Right. Go forget about this. Take no thought. Forget right. about it. Right. Go play. And, you know, he's good. He's a good student. He said, okay, okay, I'm going to do it. I, I don't, I, I really hope this works because this would be <laughs> way better. I'm like, yeah, wouldn't it? Uh-huh. Effortless right. life. Effortless life is flow. So he went and he actually went on the trampoline this with his kid and a uh, significant other. And while he was jumping in that couple hour space and playing right afterwards, he checked it. And while he was playing, the deal came through. I love that. And he's like, he messaged me. He's like, I can't believe it. I was playing. I'm like, look, don't you want the best for your child? Right. This quantum field, we are that children. Mm. It wants the did best you, for us. Did you say we are that children? 
Yes. I love it. I love it. Len, do you, this is this is why I opened up though with trust the universe as or another mm-hmm. right like just what you're saying right there it's it's is this what you want in the life say yes to it and then go walk away because uh yeah I think the other the other thing is like it's like planting a seed like when you germinate it if you keep pulling it up it's never gonna grow right right gonna kill that one yeah. um right. brother oh my god you know look it's like I said earlier I, when you and I were texting I was like well I'm just gonna go ahead and call this part one. <laughs> Right, because there, there's so much, and and like there's there's, there's so much in this, and I, I think that there's so much that uh, you know we're just beginning to scratch the surface on this. Oh one. heck yeah! Well, I, I I posted something the other day, and it, it actually the reason I did, uh, and it was about one percent. We're only seeing one percent of whatever we're seeing through our senses. Yes, it's available. Okay, <laughs> okay, but but actually, it came. It stemmed from uh, a couple months ago. I was uh, helping my daughter do some science, and we were talking about it and stuff. And it, we realized in our, you know, NASA, you know, in, in our uh, exploration into space, we have only the capability right now to be able to peek into 1% of what's out there. We don't have, and yet they were speaking about planets and solar systems, galaxies that were over 100 million light years away. A light year is over 137,000 kilometers. Kilometers, I'm in Canada. Okay, so so yeah, think yeah. about that. 137,000 kilometers mm-hmm. times 100 million. Yeah. yeah. And that's still only in the 1% that we can see. So when we realize, and I'm going to bring it down here, when we realize how insignificant we really are, this little tiny pebble in this, like, there's hundreds of thousands of different galaxies that are bigger than ours. Our sun is one of the smallest. Like, we're insignificant. And at the same time, Brandon, as insignificant as a pebble in all the ocean's beaches, one little pebble, you still have the quantum field that is focused on your life bringing you these beautiful experiences so that you can grow that are tailored just for you. My wife had something happen the other day and I said, yeah, you must be pretty important. She goes, what do you mean? And I said, think about it. This letter came, but the letter had to originate in a company that had to originate in all these people getting all this together for months just so that you can get a lesson through this letter. Think about that for a second. How important really are you? How much are you loved here to begin with? Right. You see, I want people to listen to this to take away, relax, stop being so hard on yourself, stop pushing so much for everything. Start realizing what, realizing what you already have. You can never even really pay back your breath. The next breath you have, right. how can you ever pay that back? It's priceless. <laughs> so instead of your instead of in your life searching for things collecting things that you have to give away in the end anyhow. Right. Do what that scripture said and collect things that are you, that stay with you forever. Store up treasures in heaven where neither moth nor dust can consume and thieves cannot break in and steal. Heaven is the heaved up place in your temple. The more you store there, the more you collect in your world, that is what the gain is. The more that everything else in your life is just given and flow. Just like the next breath that you have without thinking about it. Take no thought. It just happens because we trust it. Right. So you're right. Trusting is important, but you have to trust 
by stopping compromising yourself and stop harming yourself. Because who's going to trust that that harms us? Brilliant, brother. Brilliant. Brilliant. I love it. Um, you know, uh, who we are, Echoes in Eternity, Maximus. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> so yeah. Zen Len, I'm sending everybody to go check you out over at zenlencoaching.com. Is there anywhere else you want them to come find you, check you out? No, they can pop over on Facebook. I, I always love to be able to connect with people in that way that are really interested in self-illumination and that are serious uh, and willing to grow. Um, there's a lot of free material on there. I have a book out on Amazon that's on my site as well. So, um, yeah, there's lots of content. Go through and devour some content. Learn, grow. Then start focusing on what it is that you are really in this life. Mm. The mystery. And start making it a, a passion, a hobby, a, a first thing in priority of knowing yourself. Finding it. out about you. It's what we're here for. Boom. <laughs>